Welcome to the talk show for talkers on irishtalkers.com. This is the best part of the talk show for talkers this week because Moira O'Brien is going to tell us how to ruin a speech. Welcome back, listeners. This is something that every single one of you will be glued to to find out whether what you've done in the past works with what Moira is going to give you advice on how to do it. So let us put our ears together to listen to How to Ruin a Speech by Moira O'Brien. Well, Paul, it's not so much I'm going to tell you what to do. I'm going to tell you what not to do. Subtle difference. (laughs) You've heard me mention the name Craig Valentine many, many times on this show. Craig Valentine is the 1999 world champion of public speaking. Craig Valentine gives away a vast amount of free material on the internet, on his websites. I'm going to dip into one of his pages on craigvalentine.com. And this is maybe not so publicly available because he sends out occasional newsletters to his followers. And this came from one of those newsletters. I will be talking a little bit at the end, though, however, how you can sign up to his 50 speaking tips and also how you can get the replay of his recent storytelling six-part series, which finished last week, which I can highly recommend as I took it myself. And if you do join up using our link, then the show will get a little bit of uh, money to help us on our way. So that's one way that you can help the show. But we'll talk about that at the end. So what I'm going to be dipping into is uh, Craig's 20 Mistakes that ruin a speech. I'm not going to be going through all 20 of them because that would take too long. But what I'm going to talk about is just a few of the the ones which resonated most with me. The first one, and number one on his list, is rushing, going too fast. That we absolutely roar through, not only rushing in speed, but also rushing through your material. One of the key things that I found in my Toastmasters journey is that Over time, I have slowed down and slowed down and almost slowed down so far that you feel like getting up, kicking me in the backside to get on with it. But I've learned that little bit of lesson, I hope. If you rush your material, you don't give your audience enough time to absorb it. And one of the most important things is that when you make a key point, you pause And let that point sink in before you go on to the next point. Okay, that's the first one. Now, there's a lot in this of storytelling, and I could go in detail on storytelling, but I don't want to spend too much time on that because that really deserves its own segment on its own. But let's talk about humour. How do you get humour? Now, there's two ways of doing it. If you're a scriptwriter and you write for one of the big comedians, then maybe you're clever at writing jokes. <sighs> I'm not. <laughs> How are you? 
Can you sit down and write a joke? Can you actually deliberately get... Well, let me tell you something, folks. The best way of putting humour into your speech is not to write a single funny bit. Can I ask you, did you hear the, uh, the one about the Irishman, the Englishman and the Scotsman? I shall ignore that and go back to what I was about to say, which is don't write speech. Let jokes come out of your script. Now, when I write a speech, I write it straight. And as I'm editing it and refining it and practicing it, I will find bits where I can say, well, if I just change that a little bit, it, it might be funny. It might get a laugh. The trick is to uncover the humour that is lurking behind what you're saying. That is the best way of getting humour into your speech. Unless you are a true comedian and you can genuinely write your own jokes. And there are very few of those around. Now, we've talked about having a foundational phrase in the past. What is a foundational phrase? Foundational phrase is something that is a phrase of maybe less than 10 words. It has a rhythm to it, not necessarily rhyming, but it has a rhythm to it. And the one that I keep on quoting is, of course, Dhanajaya Hetirachi, the 2014 world champion. And his was, I see something in you. But I don't know what it is. But I'm going to give you a few more from Craig Valentine. No change, no story. Uh, most people don't want to be most people. Tease them before you tell them. What gets recorded gets rewarded. Now, these are very silly things. They're simple. But, and they're not easy to find. But try and find a foundational phrase in your speech and... Use it. Repeat it three, four times. You speak to everybody instead of speaking to one. If you watch any of Craig's videos, he does a very good one where he exemplifies this. And he says, if you're walking down the street and you pass by somebody and you say to them, have any of you been to Cork? What do you expect that person to say? I'm not any of you. I'm me. If you can say, have you been to Cork? then, of course, you're going to get a response because you're talking directly to that person. So speak to one person, but look to all. That makes sense, Paul? You're talking to me now. I am in the audience and you've got my total attention. I'm talking to the world, but only to you. There you are. Let's see. What it's, should uh, we... it's, uh, the best exponent of that that I ever heard <laughs> was Alistair Cook, Letter from America. You sat and you listened to Alistair Cook many, many times. And he came right into my house and ultimately yes. right into my heart and mind. Wasn't he a beautiful speaker? Wonderful man. Wonderful. Many of our listeners will not have heard of him, so we better change the subject. Sure. Let's look at mistake number 12 on the list. They don't sell the results of heeding their message. So when you're giving a speech with a message, and I hope that all your speeches do have a message because that's what makes speeches more memorable. What are you trying to do? Are you trying to tell people what to do and how to do it? Or are you trying to tell them the benefits of doing what you're asking them to do? In other words, are you trying to tell them the results? 
if you do what I'm doing, you will become a better speaker. Rather than do this, do what I'm telling you. I'm telling you if you should do this. No, if you listen, you will become a better speaker. Sell the results. Don't sell the message itself. Sell the results. A lovely one. I really relate to this one. You don't become the characters in your stories. And lots of us are learning how we can put dialogue into our speeches. And dialogue is a very powerful way of telling a story. Rather than saying, he said, I'm going to, I'm going to go. And she said, I'm going to go. And he, he thought, well, I might go. And uh, in other words, you, you are describing the speech that's taking place. Instead, you can say, well, I don't want to go. Why don't you want to go? I don't want to go because, but you can have a conversation with yourself just by turning your body 45 degrees or so to one side and 45 degrees to the other side to demonstrate that you are a different person. You can change your voice. You can look up if you're a child talking to an adult. You can look down if you're an adult talking to a child. You can do a lot of this to demonstrate and to bring that dialogue to life rather than just describing the dialogue as you would in a book because we're not reading a book the audience is not reading a book the audience is seeing what is effectively a performance and this performance is part of your story but when you're giving the narrative of the story then you go back to looking at the audience and you see it's the the distinction. I see you nodding your heads, which is good. I feel very involved with your first suggestion. Do not rush the speech. Like as Italian, uh, I have an accent and I usually forget to pause. And this is actually a very useful suggestion, I must say, Moira. And I took so many notes <laughs> and I'll make the best use of it. So thanks for that. You're very welcome. I could go on, but uh, we have come to the end of this week's show, sadly. Gaia, it's been wonderful having you as a guest. We'd love to see you again sometime. All that remains is for me to say goodbye from me and to say goodbye from Ted and... Bye from Paul. Thank you for listening. Ted is muted, but uh, he is saying goodbye. The Talk Show for Talkers is published every week in sections at 4pm every Friday, Saturday, Sunday and Monday. Go to our website irishtalkers.com for more information.